Hello, and welcome to AA Beyond Belief, the podcast. I'm your host, John S. Today, we'll be speaking with Courtney S., the webmaster of secularaa.org. A little geek talk. Talk about a website, secularaa.org. Hello, and thank you for joining us. I am here with Courtney S., who has recently designed a website that I think will be useful for our community called secularaa.org. Um, Courtney, how you doing? Great, John. Thank you very much for having me on your show. Well, it's nice to have you here. And I'm very grateful to you for the work that you've done with this website. I think it's turned out fantastic. Um, you want to talk a little bit about um, how this whole thing came about uh, a lot of people probably don't know about um, secularaa.org and ICSA and, and all of that. So why don't we just kind of give some background information about the whole organization and um, and then and then the site itself? Sure, John. Uh, most of the stuff that people are seeing today is a result of the Austin meeting. Um, our uh, trip to Austin, uh, which was our second convention or conference, if you will, of WAFT. Um, we elected a new board. Uh, the boards previously were elected to run the convention only, the conference mm-hmm. only, and that board was called IAAC. Right. And WAFT was uh, We Agnostics, uh, Atheists, and Free Thinkers, and it was basically a organization to encompass those people of uh, those various uh, philosophies mm-hmm. within AA. Mm-hmm. And at the convention itself, there was uh, an opportunity for people not only to vote in a new board, but to voice their opinions in workshops about what they were looking for out of our organization. There was a great groundswell of enthusiasm coming from Santa Monica in 2014 that was built upon uh, in Austin. And uh, there was a, a lot of people there. There's probably 400 people there mm-hmm. approximately. And uh, those folks... Uh, we're now beginning to think about the future of waft IAC mm-hmm. or, you know, our, our free thinkers and atheists mm-hmm. organization. So uh, that also was a concern for uh, AA, you know, to be a part of AA. We're not part of AA or what is the story there? And the overwhelming um, voice uh, of opinion from the group that was in Austin was that we are to be a specialty group within AA, and yep. we are to remain friendly with uh, the organization itself, AA.org. So that uh, once we had uh, that understanding, the name Secular AA was chosen by not only the board, but by members and workshops mm-hmm. as the overwhelming choice that would replace the name WAFT, which Mm-hmm. Some felt was confusing. Yeah. Others felt very friendly toward. They mm-hmm. liked it, and mm-hmm. there's nothing wrong with that. But we were looking for something that would have a more universal recognition among our international constituency. Mm-hmm. And the word "secular" pretty well does it. Yeah, certainly does. Quite but, quite simple. Yeah. Encompasses all of us, doesn't it? Yeah, and that's kind of what we're looking for. We're looking to be inclusive, and we're also looking for. Uh, you know, there's a certain amount of marketing that goes with this. You know, people need to rec- be able to recognize this easily. And mm-hmm. the word secular rolls right off the lips. And when they begin to understand who we are, that's kind of how we develop the secularaa.org website. Yep. And that website was to be the website that was uh, from our corporate existence, which is something new to um Again, new mm-hmm. to our organization. Mm-hmm. The corporate uh, existence is a nonprofit corporation, which has actually just been finalized within the last month. Yep. Uh, the, the, all the paperwork and legwork and everything, and that is located in Las Vegas, Nevada. Right. And the reason for that is that Nevada is a very convenient place to one have a nonprofit corporation yeah. it's one of the better places in the in the entire world yeah 
and and we have two members of the board that actually live there. So oh, okay. That was kismet right there. Yeah, that turns out well. Be overlooked. And at this point, maybe it's a good point to point out who the board is. Okay. Our board has a chairman, and that is Sam E. And Sam, he's got about 34 years or so of sobriety, I think, and he's just had a tremendous experience in service, both here, Hawaii, out the West Coast. He's been involved in PRASA, mm-hmm. all sorts of service assemblies and stuff that uh, really uh, – merits him being elected the uh, chairperson of the uh, board. He's done an incredible job. Uh, yes, uh, in spite of a pretty hectic work schedule. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he, he travels extensively. Yep. Uh, our board um, was elected at the Austin meeting in uh, when we were there, and the board continues very dynamically to, to work on, almost on a day-by-day basis. We have our we have multiple meetings as a board that are scheduled basically quarterly every uh, throughout the year. Uh, we have a ones that we cannot do in person because our board is somewhat scattered geographically. We do by uh, video conference with mm-hmm. Zoom. We do Zoom video conferences and and they have that has been really good. Um, so the board is uh, working on several things. Uh, we have incorporated also the conference, which was the old IAC, right. and now is called ICSA, which is the International Conference of Secular Alcoholics Anonymous. Yep. Again, that was voted on and approved at the Austin conference. Right. And ICSA is its own corporation as well, uh, basically a subsidiary to Secular AA. Oh, interesting. I did not realize that. Yes. It is incorporated in Canada. Oh, and Canada. the re- and the host committee is essentially the corporate officers for that. Uh, the reason, one of the reasons for that was so we could connect, collect Canadian dollars, uh-huh. uh, which was important for our revenues. Um, right. The transfer of monies from America to Canada and so forth. Uh, it's important. So we set up bank accounts in Toronto and we have. Uh, we'll be able to take m- money in Canadian dollars and so forth. So if the so, convention moves, okay, so um, ICSA is going to be a subsidiary, I guess, of secularaa.org, but it's also its own corporation. So um, when the if the convention is going to move someplace different every two years, do you have to set up a new corporation for that convention every two years? Yeah, we might have to do that, but uh, we're pretty good at it right okay. now. Yeah, so. it's, not that, it's really not that bad. It's difficult, is it? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I, I, we might have to. Um, uh, obviously, not secular AA um, will not have, have to have a new no. corporation. No. But that is also one of the reasons why secular AA is so important. It's providing us an anchor. Yes. It's providing us a central core of focus so that when we do move from Toronto to wherever the next year is voted on or in the years following, that we have this continuity through secular AA. Right. Yep. And ICSA probably doesn't need to be changed. I don't know if anybody would want to change that name, but, yeah. uh, but that will be ICSA in whatever town it is. And we will probably just do a quick incorporation for that. The, the reason for those incorporations are, is, uh, you'll find that throughout AA, the incorporation, some districts are even incorporated. So mm-hmm. I mean, our area is a nonprofit, right. uh, area 73 here in West Virginia. And I was part of, getting that started and yep. it's absolutely essential you'll find throughout aa that uh, yeah some aa groups, groups themselves that. are actually um non-profit corporations yeah it's better when you're dealing with the bank and our laws are becoming more and more strict and it's difficult now for a for a regular alcoholic to stroll into a bank and try to open an account for a group yeah they're, yeah. they're not very friendly about it. Yeah, uh, I, I hear you. We we actually, um, our group is not a nonprofit here in KC. AA Beyond Belief is, though. And I also like the idea, another good thing about the nonprofit is it takes the organization, it, it, it releases the dependency of an organization on a single person, and it, and, it, and it makes it an entity of its own that can be passed on to future generations. Yeah, that's exactly right. And uh, also... Uh, the accountability of the organization yep. is further op- is further opened up for for inspection. Exactly. Uh, nonprofit n- nonprofits are not quite like regular corporations. They have they they have a lot of inspection by the IRS and the rules for performing a nonprofit are right. um, 
are all for the good. Yeah. As far as uh, yeah, they're very transparent for the public because you know you're getting your your in, in our case we're getting our um, donations from AA members, and you know the membership has a right to see how their donations are being used. So exactly. Yeah. You know, um, AA, it's... Uh, go ahead. Yes, go ahead, John. No, no, I wasn't saying anything. Oh, well, I was going to say that uh, AA itself is interested in secularaa.org. They seem to view this um, as a more stable organization. Uh, I don't know how to quite say this, mm-hmm. but those that are involved in general service, the general service conference and the, the service desks at GSO, you know, see us as maturing. Good. So there and has I there been some that discussion that, with them? Has has there been some communication? Yeah, for me it has. I I have contacts everywhere <laughs> up there from service prior, mm-hmm. and I have been vocal about what we're doing. Our new general service uh, uh, chairman that's going to start taking effect on I think it's April April first is her first day is Michelle Grinberg, who is a not a class A. Um, alcoholic, um, and she is the new chair of General Service Office, and oh. she is a person who I've worked with in service in Area 73, and she has been, of course, a trustee uh, a non-pro- and uh, a uh, non-profit, mm-hmm. <laughs> a uh, non-alcoholic Class A, and okay. I also have a Class class B trustee that is in my home group uh, that is active, and so... I, and I have some other contacts that uh, go directly to the chairs there. You know, I didn't uh, know until you just said that, that we have a new chair of GSO. Yes. Does that rotate and, like every so often? It's Yes, it does. And the, the term, I might be wrong, I think the term is either four or six years. Okay. But I'm not sure um, mm-hmm. how on the actual GSO chair. I know how the trustees rotate, but that, yeah. that's it. But it's anyways... Um, she fall. She is an interesting person, a very open-minded mm-hmm. uh, lawyer. She's a lawyer, mm-hmm. and she has been taking care of most of AA's legal business for a number of years now. Oh, interesting. So uh, w- when it comes to the legal issues that AA has been involved in, which has been a few, <laughs> uh, she, she has been involved in this, and I have uh, had the pleasure of speaking to her about some of this and been involved in conferences with her, in particular SASA and things like that, and regional conferences in which she has shared her understanding uh-huh. of how how AA works in that regard. I find those Class so A trustees idea. really interesting. I, um, Of course, my only exposure to one was um, Reverend Ward Ewing in uh, California, because he was talking, he's a non-alcoholic, but man, deep devotion and love for Alcoholics Anonymous. Um, and I find that really kind of interesting coming from the non-alcoholic uh, trustees. So they have a really good understanding and appreciation for the fellowship. Anyway, just a side note. Yes. Uh, in fact, we can we owe a debt of gratitude to a non-alcoholic lawyer who wrote the uh, the, con- the uh, service concepts. I never knew that. Who, you know, oh. Yeah. Uh, they were written by um, oh, um, Bernard Law, I think is his name. I'm, I'm just oh. having an old man moment yeah. here at the moment. But he wrote uh, when we changed over from the foundation, in other words, Bill and Bob controlling everything, essentially. And we went to uh, the structure that we have now. The the service concepts were written in order to facilitate that. And that's what the uh, concepts, the 12 concepts in the book, the service manual is is about. It's about that that structure. And that is how the structure of AA works. Mm -hmm. And so that is why, uh, you know, Unity Service... And recovery, the service part is critical to most people for their recovery. And the more we understand and do service, the more we understand our organization. Mm-hmm. And the same can be said for secular AA, and, and it will flesh out the same way. It will. I find it interesting that the comment is that we're maturing. I th- I kind of think we are, too. Um do you want to talk a little bit about that? How do you see secular AA having matured, this whole movement of secularists and Alcoholics Anonymous? Well, um, yeah, good question, John. The The maturing part is visible when you're in a room full of alcoholics at a <laughs> conference and you ask for an opinion. Right. right. <laughs> good point, yeah. <laughs> it can be pretty exciting, and I, I think what's going to happen here is we're going to see more and more people 
um, really interested in our future and the ability to get along with each other, to yeah. cooperate with each other, as opposed to just yelling their opinions. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. opinions are interesting and where would the world be without them? Right. But what is important, what is important for us and our future is constructive criticism as opposed to just blatant cr- criticizing somebody just to hear yourself be heard. Uh-huh. Uh, to ha- the suggestions, uh, some of the suggestions we heard from the audience in Austin were staggeringly mm-hmm. beautiful. Mm-hmm. I mean, just showed their, their long experience. Mm-hmm. And our fellowship, the secular fellowship to me has been a pretty, uh, has some good time. Uh, mm-hmm. It's amazing the time that of uh, the people that were in the audience in Austin. Oh yeah. I mean, there was not. Uh, I would say there's. It was pretty staggering. Uh, I was continually going out to get coffee and talking to people with thirty and forty years of sobriety. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, I was feeling pretty pretty narrow with my little twenty years of sobriety. I was thinking, man, I still am a newcomer. <laughs> yeah. You know, I've been kind of an observer of uh, the secular AA thing since I discovered it uh, sometime before 2014. And I also see it maturing. What I saw was uh, my first experience with it was the the conference in Santa Monica. And I know a little bit of history behind that. Um, and talking to Pam W, who was one of the speakers at, in Austin, but she, she said that, um, when her and Dorothy H were in Hollywood going to meetings there, they would have these newcomers that would come to their meeting and they would remark about how nice it was to have a secular AA meeting. And Dorothy and Pam would ask each other, gosh, are there any others out there like us? Could we be the only people doing this? They weren't aware of other agnostic groups going on. And so they started doing some research and they found out, oh gosh, this has been going on for a long time. We've got groups in Chicago, all over New York, Austin. So we've had this, we've had this since 1975, these secular groups, but they were not, they were not connected with each other. They were, they were not networked. They didn't know about one another. They were not organized within Alcoholics Anonymous as a single you know, entity as a, as a specialty group with an AA. So Dorothy and Pam said, Hey, it would be fun to have a big party and have all these people. So they got, they brought people together in Santa Monica. And I think that wasn't necessarily the very first conference of, of, um, of uh, secularists and AA, but it was one that happened, I guess, in the internet era where we could connect afterwards and yes. we, we kind of uh-huh. came together and, so I watched, I was kind of watching as an observer as, as what happened throughout that. It was at that first, were you at the first convention in Santa Monica, by the way? No, but the rumble that it created, uh, <laughs> was what got, what is what, uh, brought my attention to finding out more. And the, actually you mentioned earlier the Reverend Ward Ewing, uh-huh. who was at that conference. When I found out, I know who he is. Uh-huh. When I found out he was there and then I found out Phyllis H was there. Yeah. I wanted to know more. Yeah. I thought that was brilliant that they had those two there. You know, it yes, was, it was man, pretty incredible. Man. But anyway, they were kind of going by the seat of their pants, you know, and, and it was kind of a, when at their very first business meeting, it was kind of a casual thing, you know, it was kind of a small group of people in a small little room somewhere. Um, anyway, they were kind of going along and I think they did a good job. And I saw a lot of bumps along the way to Austin, but by the time Austin came around, and I remember that very contentious, that very contentious, I, in my opinion, it was a contentious business meeting. That's just me. I left. I, I couldn't stand it. I left the meeting, but they elected a board, a new board that consists of people. When I met them, blew me away because they were all, they all had deep, um, experience with Alcoholics Anonymous and in particular service yeah. in Alcoholics Anonymous. They were all very much, um, uh, aware of and interested in following the concepts and traditions of Alcoholics Anonymous. And I was just blown away when they called me into that meeting to ask me about WAFT and everything. I thought, wow, that's like, that's secular AA coming of age. That's secular AA, in my opinion, maturing because now we're, we're not just going by the seat of our pants. We're actually embedding ourselves into the concepts of service, my opinion. Yes. Um, yeah. And uh, with respect, as well to the people who came before us before this internet thing started to be what it is today. Mm-hmm. Uh, I uh, recently just put on the into the website the history of the Claude A group in Chicago. Oh, cool! 
And I, I was just thinking as I was reading it, I was almost at tears in my eyes thinking about what those guys did and how many people they must, they've influenced. And if we ever wonder, are we doing the next right thing? Are we doing the right thing? Uh, providing a place for an alcoholic to get sober in the midst of uh, all this uh, religion and things that bothers people um, is just a wonderful thing. Uh, since the beginning, you met, one of our great heroes is Jimmy Burwell. I guess I can say his last name now. Mm -hmm. Yep. And um, Jimmy is one of my heroes. Uh, when I first read about him in the in the big book, uh, I thought, oh, my gosh, I can stay here. And imagine what it was like for him when they were sending the galleys of the original manuscripts of the big book, which I have, <laughs> and sending them around to the different AA or not AA at that time. It was actually Oxford group meetings. And. Uh, discussing how the big book would go together with other members of the groups that they were showing these to and arguing these points and everything. And Jimmy uh, just was a thorn in their side. They just wanted him to go out and get drunk mm -hmm. and leave him alone. And he didn't. He persisted. And uh, I even have his last lead on my website, mountainrecovery.org. It was given in 1957 in Sacramento. And here's a guy who came into AA when it was a religious organization. I don't think there's any other way to describe it, the Oxford Group. Right. And uh, persisted despite a lot of uh, people trying to get him out. And he maintained 30 years of sobriety before he passed away. I think it was actually 33 years of sobriety. And he had one slip at the very beginning. And after that, he was continuously sober for 33 years. Wow. But he ma maintained until his passing his, his atheism. Right. But he was the one who put into the big book God as we understand him and they had had to put that in for him or else he was going <laughs> to they weren't going to ever get him to shut up I guess. <laughs> yeah. And that made a big difference. And there were others. And there were others as well. You know Courtney in, you in mentioned that, that history and I'm looking at it now um on um secularaa.org if you go to resources and then you have um some options in there and they have aa group histories and that's really cool are you looking for groups to um submit histories to the to the site i am and i, I can't remember where i posted it probably in the coffee shop mm -hmm. uh posted uh, a, a request for exactly that okay we the those uh if if uh, folks will look at those stories uh they're just so informational. If you feel you're alone and you're out in the middle of North Dakota or something, no offense to North Dakota, but if you're out in the middle of the boondocks like I am in West Virginia mm -hmm. and you think you're alone, uh, uh, you there is a possibility you can find friends. And I'm sure that you will no matter where you are. And the start a meeting is just such a great, wonderful thing we can do. Yeah. And our web, our website is there for that reason is to show people where meetings are mm -hmm. to show, you know, you can drive over to one that may be a little ways away from you and meet folks and talk a little bit about how to start another one or maybe become a member of that one. And we also have a find a meeting uh, function in which we have a map that anyone can place a pin on and indicate that they live in this location, wherever that is. And that they are, they desire to have a, a secular meeting. Mm -hmm. And they can even describe what flavor they like, whether they want to be free thinkers or they want to be atheists and agnostics or they want to be gay, lesbian and transgender or they want to be uh, Buddhists or whatever. And this so is amazing. This is people are, I see, I'm looking at it now. People are actually um, putting pins in there where they want to have meetings. People, someone's, yes. someone's interested in starting a meeting in Wilmington, North Carolina. Um, Parkersburg, West Virginia, um, Akron, Ohio area, Nassau County, AA. Actually, he's actually started his meeting now. Don V. Pretty cool. He's, he's yeah. called his group AA Beyond Belief. Awesome. That's amazing. <laughs> yeah. So this is, again, we were talking earlier, the theme of maturity. This is maturity. We're, we're, we're moving and expanding. And I think that, uh, a lot of people are finding, um, uh, Finding that it's okay to be an atheist or okay to be a Buddhist and and try to be in re and be in recovery that um, that there's a place where they can go and be among friends. I have been to some AA meetings that I needed another meeting when I got out the door. 
And the idea of going to uh, friendly folks that uh, have open minds is, is, a, is a very good uh, idea. Courtney, you so, really did an excellent yeah, that, job with this. I, I'm I'm really enjoying this map thing. Um, this is gonna this this could actually be huge. We we need to get the word out about this map to get people using it because um, you know, we I used to get a lot of emails and and periodically still do either from a from AA Beyond Belief now from people that are interested in starting meetings and I need to start ref, referring them to this page. Yes, you know. Well, that page. Uh, was originally done by Jacko, right? Uh, with gratitude, but uh, when I looked at Jacko's work, mm-hmm. I realized that I recognized uh, that work as being provided by a company. Um, and I forget, I'm sorry, I forget their name, uh-huh. but I I looked I looked up the um, isn't that silly? But I looked up the uh, company and found out that they have plugins available for WordPress, oh, and that, how about that? you could customize. So. It turned out to be, uh, I, I, it's a software that's uh-huh. fairly well known, but it's a developer level software. It's not for uh-huh. the faint of heart. The one that he was using so, or the one that you're using? Uh, yeah. Okay. The one he was using. Uh, yeah. Either one, either one. It's pretty serious stuff. Mapping is very difficult. Yeah. And so I am a, a, a Google developer and I have APIs and I have map APIs and I have projects in Google that I work on. So I started working through that in order to customize it and get it done for us. And I spent a few bucks to get the actual plug-in software so we could get into their developer area. Mm-hmm. And now that liaison between us and that company has resulted in some customization. And they are open to customizing stuff for us as we input it and if it works with our system. And uh, so that's been really good. And I might say that our meeting uh, page uh, – we have been talking to the developers out there, Josh in particular, mm-hmm. that developed that site, and we have customized some things already in that, oh. and we have put ourselves on a list for a mobile app. And oh. right now, the are way they that- willing to do that? Because they had a problem yeah. once about because we have our meetings are listed at other central offices and stuff, and they had that problem of duplication. Are they finding a way yeah. around that? Yes. Well, I, uh, I have there. I don't know if you know what GitHub is, but GitHub is where us developers go and develop things and practice with them. Mm-hmm. So they are using GitHub as well and have a lot of their their software on GitHub that you can fool with. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so uh, that's behind their system. And the map, that particular page is very difficult yeah, to customize. It, is. it has to be done again at a developer level. Okay. So we've done that and I have put in requests for certain changes and I've also asked to be for us to be put on the list for us to have a custom mobile app made for secular AA. Totally awesome. That, yep. And uh, so we're on the waiting list and they know that we want it and they're Good. willing to do it. They're just uh they are also volunteers and so Yeah. Good people, uh, by the way. I love these guys. They've done good work. Um, this meeting directory, let's talk about that a little bit because I know, um, it's very useful, but you, you almost have to kind of know what you're doing when you're, when you're searching for a meeting. Because when, when you pull up the meeting directory, if you go to secularaa.org and you go to, um, secular meetings and you go ahead and you can click on that link up there at the top and it'll immediately pull up all the meetings. But the default view is actually for the meetings that are going on the particular day that you are accessing the um, directory. Yes. As you look at the screen, it says Saturday right there. It's the first yep. thing you see. Yep. And it t- gives you all the groups, and it looks like it's in time order from the earliest down to the latest for, that are taking place on Saturday all over the world. So there's, you know, the, yes. these are just, these are just meetings all over the world. If you want to search for a particular, a particular location, then you're going to click on the filter that says everywhere and you're going to change that. Then then you'll have a drop down that gives you the options of Asia, Oceania, Europe, North America, Central, South America. If you're in North America, click on North America. You got Canada, the U.S. Click on the U.S. You have all the different states and you can go into whatever state. Let's go to New York. And I think we actually have some regions within states. Like in New York, you've got the Catskill regions, the New York City area. That's really amazing. And you can click down to all these different, you know, keep drilling down. So I want to see meetings in Brooklyn. And oh, yeah, 
Then it's, now you have to also change if you want to see any day. You have to change on the day to any day, any time. Yes. Yeah, any type, and it'll pull them up. So it's it's basically a filter. But you can also search by um, zip code by putting the zip code in the search box, and you can click on a map, the map um, button. And it will um, give you a Google map of where all these meetings are located so you can actually see them on a map. Yeah. Now, uh, all of that stuff is working pretty cool. And if uh, the person goes to the meeting and it says, like, the first one today is Satsang at 7 at the Camel Club out in Vegas, if you click on Satsang at 7, of course, it'll narrow down its focus and begin to tell you more details about that meeting, where it's located, driving directions, all sorts of things, the type it is and all that. So like this particular one is a meditation well. meeting. Yeah. This is amazing. With this guy. And, you know, um, Ed W. helped a lot with this, getting all this information together, which is a, a lot of work because we were doing this on WAF Central and it was just impossible to, to keep up with it. But, um, God, that's Yeah, amazing. Ed has done, a, done really great on that. And Ed is the guy who is really contacting a lot of people with changes and stuff. Yeah. And he he's doing that, that work. So... Uh, there's another thing we that we might mention is uh, Roger C. had asked for a category of online meetings. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, we can't do that in that map right now right. because the in, the software is organized for destinations or, or locations, and, and it doesn't do time. So right now, we have the online meetings in our links page, oh, and okay. there's a section on there. We have all the online meetings we know about. If anybody knows of anything more, please send it to us. Okay. Um, and the other thing we were able to do, one more thing to trick the map is we actually managed to get one online meeting into it, which was the uh, Irish one. Oh, yeah. And uh, our meeting in Ireland, we had no place to put it, and we were really wanted to list that. Mm-hmm. And so by talking with Kaylee, who is our uh, – Kaylee P., who mm-hmm. is our – contact there mm-hmm. we were able to find a street address in dublin on suffolk avenue which a lot of people that know dublin know where that is right downtown in dublin which is where she's looking to have her group begin <laughs> to physically meet and yeah. not just be an online and so we were able to have that meeting uh be entered into that map so, i have a feeling that's going to happen pretty quickly that there's um she's she's got a lot of excitement and energy for this uh, she's pretty passionate about it, and I think that there's going to be something happening in Ireland pretty soon. It was interesting. I was talking to her, and um, the first thing that the the the, the, the AA in I- Ireland said is, "We're not going to list you." <laughs> yeah, that's familiar. Yeah, but it's kind of funny because um, you know, honestly, now the way it is, you know, she's going to be listed on secularaa.org. Plus, she has her own website. It's almost like you don't even need these central offices to list you anyway, but it's okay. But they'll they'll list her eventually. But she's going to have that meeting going pretty soon, I bet you. And that's one of the reasons for that is that she could find us in the beginning. Yeah. And that we were able to distribute the information. So this is the future of of this organization and the website. Uh, the website is just an organ in which uh, to distribute information over a broad area. Mm-hmm. And to get information to people that are starving for it. Yeah. Um, new meeting out in Fresno trying to get rolling and they are on our list now and they have a location at a house that they were having trouble with, uh, with trying to get that meeting listed with AA. Couldn't get it listed at all mm-hmm. and still haven't got it listed with AA. And I'm not going to get into that, but right. they, but they have a place on ours. And so the uh, young lady, young, the lady that's doing it, um, she's made from our information into pamphlets, which mm-hmm. our website shows people how to make pamphlets mm-hmm. from those who have made them before. And she's distributed those to regular AA meetings and everywhere she can. And that's how she's getting people to come to her meeting. So if it's not listed on AA, well, come over to Secular AA. And and if you search for Secular AA right now, you'll be surprised to find us right at the top of the them. search. Yeah, I, I've been working on SEO until it's coming out my Kazuti, and um, that is the, how we uh, that is the software that's required for us to be listed with people like Google and Bing and other search engines. Right. Yeah, right. and all these, and it's a lot of work. But I have been working hard to get us found. Mm-hmm. And, uh, we can do all we want, but if we're not found, it's not, not helpful. 
So we're up there now. We're given the we're rattling the cage of some of the more established people and our nemesis is the treatment centers. They spend so much money on SEO. They have actually hired uh, companies. Yeah. And of course, I'm just the guy, you know. So, but I'm right there with them. I'm one, two, or three right there with them. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, and, and the more content too, I think, will help. And I, I, I like the idea of the group submitting histories. I'm, I'm gonna submit a history for my group. That's really cool. This is just a really amazing neat. This is really neat. I really like this a lot. Yeah, we're also, uh, I think the enthusiasm of uh, our fellowship is great because we're answering phone calls, we're answering emails, we're answering queries uh, that people have about our information right away. Yeah. We're not sitting in some place and, uh, and, and just uh, languishing. We are on it. And Ed is right on top of it oh, when yeah. people call in. So I had a guy yesterday or day before in Hollywood uh, area of Los Angeles, we got into a conversation about a meeting and they must have emailed me 10 times Mm -hmm. back and forth, but we're trying to get those people hooked up out there. And it turns out he's going to write a book about, (laughs) he's actually going to author a book on secular AA out in that area. Well, neat. God, this is amazing. This is absolutely amazing. I, I tell you, I, I just get so excited about this. This, this is AA's future, I believe. Well, it's, it's certainly broadening. AA's horizons. Yeah. Uh, inclusivity has been something that's been a discussion point for a long time. And it's amazing to me how some people get sober and then decide who else shouldn't be or should be sober. And I think Bill's original idea is it doesn't have anything to do with politics or religions or anything else. The only reason that we're here is to uh, serve our primary purpose, which is to have our hand out to the alcoholic who still suffers. Yeah. And I believe that our hand has now become broader. It is a big hand, (laughs) a big outstretching hand, which is if you look at our new logos for Secular AA Mm -hmm. and ICTA. I like it. You will, you will see hands re- with their hands open. Mm-hmm. And the idea there, the idea behind that logo was to, that we are opening our hands to all those that are looking for shelter. Yeah. And when I, when I think of where does a Buddhist go? Where does a transgender person go? Where does an atheist go? Where does, where does a free thinker go? Well, maybe we will be able to offer them a place to go. Okay, I'm looking at the events, and I and I might be answering my own question because I, I I was going to ask you, um, can other secular AA conferences list their event on this page? Yes, uh, real quickly, and I've asked for some roundup information, and mm-hmm. the first one that I am looking to put in there as soon as I get the dates is the Arizona roundup in the coming up here in the fall. Cool. I was wondering Arizona if you're going to do that. Okay. They are. Dave is the guy out there, and he is excited to get me the information, but uh, they are, of course, they're booking a room or a hall uh-huh. or whatever, and they just need to get that done. You know, another also, one. Um, Go ahead. Yeah, I was going to say there's another one, uh, uh, um, Willow. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Will- Willow has got another one that uh, is coming up as well, and I haven't put that on yet because they don't have it. They don't right. have it firmed up in date and time. Right. So, yes, anybody with a roundup or area thing or whatever, um, uh, we certainly will put those on there. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, we have a contact form. If you look all the way down the right side of the menu, there's Mm -hmm. a contact form. And that's pretty much there to uh, ask us anything you want to ask us or input anything you want to input. You can send us files or pictures. All that that contact form has all of that built into it. It's a real, it's a very sophisticated contact form, by the way, mm-hmm. and it's completely customizable. So we can even add more things. So anything that you want to send to us, movies or whatever, or whatever you think we need to know about, that's it. And uh, our other contact form is if you want to start a meeting, uh, we have a form for that. Uh, we have a new meeting form under the secular meetings uh, that has all the information there. So. We're trying to get this information out. And also, if you're confused or have any problems working the website, our fact page, mm-hmm. if you open the fact page, you will find in there a bunch of things to show you how to work the website. And for example, if you want to start a new meeting or use the secular meetings map or send information that I was just talking about, files, pictures, or videos, or you want to know something about the links or about events or online meetings, 
all of those things, all you have to do is click on the word, like start a new meeting at that little X thing there that's on, on mm-hmm. it, and it will open that up and and, and you how to do provide it. you with instructions on how to work it. Yep, and tells you how to use the meeting map, tells you how to use um, yep. everything. Yeah, so those, again, uh, that will actually grow as we have more questions. The more questions that people ask me, like, how's that work? And I said, well... Don't we have that on the website showing you how it works? Mm-hmm. And they go, no. And I go, okay, well, I'll add it. We'll, we'll fix it. So really we'll a good do it. job. So all, all the, the whole idea is here to make it friendly for use. And if it's not friendly now, we'll fix it. One I other thing it. I might want to, one other thing I might want to say is there's something on there that may push people off slightly. It's the website disclaimers and policies. Oh yeah. <laughs> this is a legalese. Mm-hmm. And ours is fairly sophisticated on there. It has a lot of stuff. Oh, goodness. And there's a reason for that. And the reason is, is that we have actually hired attorneys through, through the nonprofit. We've hired attorneys to investigate what kind of liabilities and things do we have in running a website. Oh, my goodness. Because, because we are a corporation. So mm-hmm. this that all developed, custom developed by attorneys for us to put on there. And I think their law firm is even... Uh, part of that uh, on those policies when you open up I think they show their law firm at the bottom but uh, wow that's amazing Courtney you guys have really done a lot of work well the these policies are also become triple important when it comes to the conference and you'll notice that uh, we have a conference website now which is this weekend I'm beginning to fill in more details of the uh, the hotel and so forth because we've secured the hotel and that that website will actually be taking money from people for registration and tickets and so forth, registration tickets, dinner tickets, whatever. Mm-hmm. And so whenever you take um, money and private information from people, it's necessary to have these legal disclaimers involved in there. And also now on the websites, uh, on in web policy, we have to take into consideration Anyone who clicks on our website, for example, children, should they click on and stuff. Mm-hmm. So we have stuff in there that goes into that. Or anything that we happen to sell, if we are if we happen to sell a coffee cup or whatever mm-hmm. To, mm-hmm. to make a couple of bucks, all of that, we have to have a disclaimer of material connection. So this is a very modern policy that's on our website here to handle uh, our future needs here as far as legal disclaimers. And the exact same uh, policy is on uh, the ICSA, mm-hmm. uh, the ICSA site too. Which and we also not only do we have websites, we have Facebook and Twitter accounts. That's right. To further to further expose us to the the community that uses all those things. That's so right. I encourage people to get on Twitter. You can tweet your brains out, have a good time. And Facebook, of course, we have a Facebook page for Secular AA. And we also have Facebook groups, which mm-hmm. you obviously know very well, then mm-hmm. Secular Coffee Shop and others, the AA Secular Coffee Shop Facebook uh, group uh, is a great place for discussion among our own. And so we, we, are, we have a lot of uh, electronic media available. Now, notice also that our, our websites are working really well mobile. Mm-hmm. At the, at this point, even without a dedicated mobile app, and yes, the re- I am not in a hurry for the mobile app because the actual mobile displays that I'm using are better than a mobile app. Yeah, they actually show more and are more flexible. So the mobile app will be probably the first use of that will be strictly a conference app. Yeah. Well, I'm looking at it on my phone right now, and it looks great. Um, I also am impressed with the speed of the site. Everything comes up immediately for me. Well, we've, uh, I can't tell you what we've done on that. All of the all of the graphics that you see in there and the videos, that are the, the, uh, 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 the pictures and things mm-hmm. like that, mm-hmm. we have smushed them. Okay. And smushing is image compression. And so we have done image compression in here to reduce the load speeds of the pages. Okay. And we've taken a lot. We've made the pages just faster than lickety split. Yeah, That's they're really fast. That's basically what we've been doing. They're really fast. That's and important. In web design, there's a, a saying that if it takes more than three seconds for you to get from where you're clicking to where you're going, you've lost the customer. Yeah. We need to work on that. Maybe at beyond belief, me, actually. 
our site. Yes. But we're going to fix that. We're going to we're going to move to a different server and everything and I th- I think I need to fix some of our images and stuff too um to make our site go faster. But I really do like the speed of secularaa.org. It's just a really good site. It's easy to navigate. Everything's crystal clear, moves real fast. It's just really 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 well done. The developers I'll... over at uh, meetings at uh, the meetings uh, uh site that we got our meeting uh, software from said that we have one of the best sites in AA. Isn't that funny? So, I think we do too. Yeah. I do. I really do. It's funny. Um, a lot of AA um, central offices and stuff, I don't know why, but their their sites, you know, some of them are pretty good. Actually, I think New York's site is okay, and I think uh, Toronto does a pretty good job with their their um, intergroup um, website. But a lot of um, a lot of a lot of intergroups use the same meeting um, directory that we use at Secular AA. Yeah, absolutely. They uh, some of them have it modified for their stuff, and mm-hmm. um, so we're we're doing it. To me, uh, I would like to have it more open. Uh, they're ma- they're doing a thing called masking, in which they're masking the HTML, and it a lot it's preventing me from getting easily in there and tweaking stuff. So. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, I'm working with them on that. That's just a developer point. Yeah. Well, and the good. other thing we did about the other thing about our website is one different thing is that I noticed that the websites that we're seeing on the internet are pretty flat looking. They seem to be everybody seems to be going to a real flat, um, not a lot of color contrast or anything, just without a lot of structure to it. Mm-hmm. Um, what's the right word? Kind of blank looking sites and i thought we could use a little color to ours so mm-hmm. i'm always worried about that the design stuff but we have a board of directors and the board of directors is meeting regularly and the website is one of the the comments that uh, is on there and that's my areas the website and mm-hmm. it but not only are we discussing uh finances and corporation structures uh outreach conference stuff um uh, we're, you know, looking at our whole presentation. The mm-hmm. website comes directly underneath it. Yeah, I so, think you've done a really good job with the presentation of the site and the and the design of the site. It's just very easy to navigate. Everything is laid out very, very clearly. As everything is well written, um, it's easy for uh, my eyes to read. Um, I love it. I think it's really a fantastic. I think you did a really good job with this, and I think well, it's going to be you, very yeah. useful. Um, we're definitely going to, with this podcast, I think will help. Oh, yeah, I was going to say, um, for people out there that are interested in the Facebook group, Facebook groups are kind of weird because we have, for in Alcoholics Anonymous, of course, you might not want everybody to know that you're in a Facebook group. So we have these secret Facebook groups. And they're secret in that nobody knows that you're a member of the group, but they're also hard to find and join. So, I mean, if you want to join um, our secret Facebook group, you can probably just email um, secularaa.org at their contact um, list, and they can help you with that. Or you can um, even email us here at the podcast, and we can help you with that. But it's just a matter of um, adding you to the group. And then once you're in that group, you'll meet um, people from all over the world. Um, who are in that group who are secularist in AA and um, you can belong there and post there without everybody else seeing the um, that you're a member of the group or seeing your post in that group. Yeah, I believe you can lurk there uh, pretty easily. I, if you um, look for secular AA coffee shop in the Facebook search, I believe it'll pull it up. Oh, and really? I, but even if yeah, you're not, not a member? Sure. Yeah, I think it will. I think it'll pull it up. I, I'm not sure about that. I'm um, need to flip a screen off here and look, but I, it's kind of weird how Facebook group, how Facebook does their groups. They have, they have closed groups and they have secret groups and closed groups. Um, you can find there in a closed group. You can post within the group and nobody sees no, none of your other friends outside the group. See what you're posting. However, if you're searching for the group, you can see who belongs to it. Secret groups, on the other hand, are such that you can post within the group and only members of the group will see what you post, but nobody outside the group will see that you're a member of it. So I thought that you couldn't actually search for the group if you weren't a member of the group. You wouldn't be able to find it. I kind of well, wish I just that... went to a, I just went to a regular Facebook page that uh-huh. was, uh, I'm using for something else, and I typed in Secular AA Coffee Shop, and it took me right to it. Oh, really? Okay. Well, I guess that's what we'll do then. So I don't know whether that uh, my Facebook just knew that, or, uh, but apparently it does. 
Okay. Well, that would be the thing to do then. Search for Secular AA Coffee Shop, and yep, um, you'll get the group. We have, we have 499 members in that group right now. That's amazing. That's amazing. Yes, it is. When you think about it, uh, when we went to promote the ICSA conference uh, in Toronto, uh, we hit 499 to start with. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Well, it's a good way for us to communicate with each other. Um, and it's, it's just really a nice, it's, it's a nice little format. Um, it's a good way for you to get information out to the secular community. It's just, it's just, it's really kind of a valuable tool, I think. And it's good for yeah, people really out there that don't have, um, uh, you know, if they don't have access to secular AA meetings, it's kind of a nice way to learn about it too. Yeah. We also have the ability to actually do the same thing on the website. Yeah. I think we can do it. Also, we can have a chat room on the website and, I have waited to see what the feeling of people is about. So if we ever have trouble with uh, Facebook or any kind of privacy concerns, we can actually haul it right inside and do it ourselves. Should that be necessary? Who knows? Yeah, I think that would be nice. Well, Absolutely. so the next thing I guess we can we can finish up by talking about how things are coming along. I know we're in the very early stages of the conference uh, in Toronto in 2018. Do you have any news um, that you can report about that? Well, um, the biggest news, I guess, is we finally got the hotel straightened out. There you and go. It will, it will be at the uh, Marriott Eaton Center uh, there in downtown Toronto. Nice. So uh, that's a very nice hotel. And uh, we're going to be posting some information uh, on the website about the details. Uh, so that was important to get done and the contract signed and the money down payments and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. That was important to get done before we could actually start booking speakers and formulating agendas and so forth. Mm-hmm. But, uh, the, the website that contains that information, uh, is secularaa.com. Okay. So it's, and uh, one thing, I want to put one promotion in here, and that is that people, when they go to our websites, please use HTTPS. Put that little S on the end of the HTTP part. That's okay. at the beginning of each uh, URL. Okay. And the reason for that is that we have, number one, we have paid good money to put in uh, security certificates on our site. So we have secure socket layer security now, so we have 2056-bit encryption, which is as good as MasterCard or American mm-hmm. Express. And uh, the HTTPS now, as of January 2017, is necessary for your website to be not deprecated by uh, Google or Bing or the other search engines. So right. Google is really nasty about it right now. And they're also, and the reason is they're saying that they don't want people going to non-secure websites. Mm-hmm. And the little S that's on the end there, just think of it as security or safety. And it's a whole different protocol of how the URL is, is transferred. So when you make yeah. a request on your home computer and you want to see a website, there's a transaction that takes place yeah. in which information goes God knows where. So, <laughs> yeah, we're going to have to get that for A Beyond Belief, too. I think I'm going to wait till I move servers. Um, I'm looking at secularaa.com and that's really a beautiful site. And this, the, now secularaa.com is all about the convention itself in Toronto in 2018. And it's going to have registration and ticketing there, information there. It'll tell you when registration will open. It has all the social media links, the contact links. I love the design of this, by the way. Um, oh, wow. This is awesome. I'm going to ask you one question about it. The one thing that always kind of bugged me about the convention is like they always like after the convention was done, they got rid of their old website. So like in in Santa Monica, they had this website. OK, and they had this great convention. Then after the convention, the website's gone. Same thing with um, the Austin convention. They had this website. And after the convention, it's gone. Will this website, secularaa.com, will that just move like every time you have a new conference? Will you still have the same website for that conference? Strictly up to the board how they vote. On OK. It. Uh but that, again, uh, websites are on the agenda for our discussions. We okay. have two more board meetings before SOAR. Okay. So, yeah, uh, there's several more board meetings until uh, Toronto. So okay. a lot of this stuff will, again, flesh out. Yeah. It well, would be my thing. recommendation. This is a particularly 
good software for conventions uh-huh. at conferences. It's specifically designed for that. It's not like the other software. Right. So it basically has a bunch of open buckets for me to work with in there and make it customized. And we're it, with this one, we're trying to put as much information on the front page as possible. So when you go to the website and you open it up, you will be able to scroll and scroll and scroll and find all the stuff you need to do. And so right now, all you can see on there is a countdown timer right. and registration and ticketing and a little comment about when registration opens, a link will appear here. But not only will the registration and ticketing be handled from there, there will be tourism stuff on there from mm-hmm. Toronto, like where you can go and book stuff and all that. There will be the uh, speakers. Uh, we will actually have profiles on that front page of the speakers that are going to be our, our headline speakers. We will have the agenda published. We will have the breakout rooms, locations. We will have a map of the convention floor so people know where to go. We will have transportation links between the hotel, the host hotel, and the convention site, and we will have the public metro. Uh, all of the, all of the cab, the Uber, uh, all the links for transportation will be there, and sh- and maps to show how to get from different hotels back to the convention. Um, it'll, it's going to be pretty fantastic looking when when it pops up with all its information. I th- so it's I think, just sitting um, there. This is probably, in my opinion, the most sophisticated, best done AA convention website ever. <laughs> I seriously say that. Um, well, you it's... ain't seen nothing yet because we've got a lot, got a lot more to go. <laughs> it really looks good. Yeah. All right. Well, yeah, it... anything else you want to talk about about um, about the site and the convention and the board? Anything else that we haven't touched on? Just one thing, uh, John, it just occurred to me that uh, the board minutes have been asked about by folks, and right, rightfully so. Mm-hmm. And we're getting ready to publish our board minutes, and I, but we have to have a vote in April okay. to approve those board minutes. And once they're approved, the minutes of the board, basically our operations, will be made public. Okay. Okay. That and sounds good. So that's all that anybody's waiting for right now is that we have to go through this motion, this legal motion to approve right. those minutes. And that's what I think it's April 18th or whatever it is, our meeting. That's I got to say, that's one thing I really like about what's happening now is that everything is – it's not a person making a – it's a group conscience. It's a vote. It's a decision by – a group of people who are elected by um, the convention. And it's really, I mean, I think that we have a lot more transparency. We have a lot more organization. We just have a lot more. And it just makes people work together better. So I think that's a good idea to have that vote and have the, and then everyone says, yep, I'm in agreement with these minutes. And you go ahead and post them. Yeah, the board does nothing uh, without a vote and everything is spelled out. Uh, the, uh, the board also, it's consist it's uh it, the people that are on the board are all doing jobs that they're good at mm-hmm. which is not always the case in aa <laughs> right right we have we have uh the person who is our treasurer is a cpa i mean that's, that's the accounting yeah and joy and uh jerry is our secretary and she is a uh, a ball of fire real estate lady mm-hmm. who does all kinds of real. I mean, she's a businesswoman from from Las Vegas. And our our board website. We have a board website. You can visit. It's uh, secularaa.net. Mm-hmm. It should be linked, I think, into the other sites. And that uh, good grief. That uh, that board website has. Uh, uh, each board member's contact information. Mm-hmm. And it has, if you'll notice in there on the board website, there's a, a documents section. And our board members are working heavily in that documents uh, repository. In fact, that took a fair amount of programming right there. That's, so we have all of the documents from WAF DIAC mm-hmm. that were transferred over to us. And we have all of the documents, of course, that we've been working on for incorporation, for conference things, for tons of things we have documents for. And those documents are actually visible. Now, you can't go in there and yank with them unless you're a board member, mm-hmm. but you can you can see some of the items that we have, and you can see the repositories of information for 
Waftiak. So we have all of that history as well. So do you have and, to log uh, that into all, that? Do you, like when I go to it, it asks me to pull in, put in a username and password. So do you have to register for that to view the documents? Actually, it's only for board members. Oh, okay. Gotcha. And, uh, emeritus board members also are on there as well. So you're in there, Chuck. Okay. You, you, you can register and go in. So that might be another point. We have two emeritus board members. We have Diane P and John S. Mm -hmm. And the idea behind that was so the board didn't operate in a vacuum. Uh, and they had information of what happened, what our history past. was about yeah. and people who yeah. went before, which is a valuable commodity. It really is. And. We have also had others, uh, Jerry F. and others, that have been very helpful uh, in telling us uh, information that we wouldn't ordinarily have access to. Yeah. So we've been lucky there. And, and there's other things. On the, we have a forum in the board in which the board members can, can discuss certain things. Uh, yeah. We have a mission statement, which is uh, the mission statement right now is blocked off from access until it's finished. Okay. <laughs> So when, when it's finished, it'll be published, but uh, we have some people working on a mission and vision statement. Okay. And of course, any organization without one is doesn't know uh, where it's headed. That's right. Right about that. So we would like to publish the, what we're doing, and we are then, of course, open for input in those areas. Uh, we've, and we've got outreach going on with Thomas B. Mm-hmm. Uh, Nigel, uh, Nigel up in Toronto is mm -hmm. our newsletter, which is, oh, I'm glad I thought of that. We have a newsletter coming out now. So there will be a published newsletter on secularaa.org. Okay. In which uh, the board is, or Secular AA as a whole is, is publishing right. their news that they have to share. And that reminds me, I'm going to send you, I, I'm pretty sure that it's okay for these, uh, the WAF Central um, list. Because there were people that that signed up for the WAF Central news and information, and now that WAF Central is secular AA, I think it's okay for you to have that list. Um, do you did you guys inherit the mailing list also from the um, other board for the convention in Austin? So do you have pe a list of people? Well, that turned out to be a little bit convoluted. Yeah. Uh, as uh, that was not my area that I was okay. working on, but I I have access recently. I've been sent the PayPal list, mm -hmm. and that's all I have at this time. Okay. So well, we'll encourage people from AA Beyond Belief because we have close to a thousand subscribers on our mail list, and we'll encourage them to sign up for your newsletter for the Secular AA newsletter too. Right. So that might help. Yeah. So that that hasn't been published yet, but it's coming out. Nigel's in charge of that, and Carol Mack is our chairperson for the conference in 2018. Okay. Carol is an, an attorney. Uh, again, we have people who know what they're doing. And Carol, Carol, Nigel, and uh, uh, we're and Nigel, and uh, again having a trying to think of our vice chair. Uh, I'm on. I just can't get to that page right at this second. But anyway, our home, uh, our uh, host committee group uh, has has been formed at corporation, and we had the people in there to. Uh, to put that together uh, that had really good expertise. So yeah. all of that's done. I'm, get, I'm getting a million inputs right here right now. People see them up on the site. So um, the excitement is really growing with this whole thing. And we have put together, I think, a good basic structure. And it will be very interesting for folks that are coming to Toronto to see where we have come in that time. Mm -hmm. And Toronto is quite a place. I know. I'm looking uh, forward to it. I've never been there. It looks beautiful. Yeah, it's it should be. It's in the summer, mm -hmm. so it'll be nice and warm on the lakefront there. That'll be I've, nice. I've been in touch with the tourism board there, and they've been very helpful about telling us what events are occurring during our convention time and what the activities are around town, the places to visit, that sort of thing. So as uh, time passes here and we get more and more information, we'll put it all on that one website, secularaa.com. And it will continue. There will be more to be revealed, as they yes. say. Yes. Okay. Well, Courtney, so, thank you so much for this. It's been very informative, and I look forward to putting this information together as the podcast comes out. I actually have a little idea in my head of doing a sort of a a video of the website itself to show people, you know, how to where everything is. Uh, I don't know sure. what I'll do with that, but uh, well, thank you. This has been really a nice conversation. Thanks, John. Appreciate the opportunity to 
share some of the excitement of what we're doing. Well, thank you for all your work. Appreciate it. Thanks, John. Take care. Bye-bye. Well, that's it for another episode of AA Beyond Belief, the podcast. Hope you enjoyed it. We'll be back soon enough with another episode for your listening pleasure. Until then, don't drink, go to meetings, and help others.